good morning and hello woke wasted what's up this is neil here and we got zach what's going on bro what up what up what up yo dude it's actually morning this time we've it done this 10 41 we made it <laughs> <laughs> we're only 41 minutes late for this podcast it's okay there's no such thing late. We're we're in the other timeline. It's like it's 10 a.m. It's 9:30 right now. The other timelines. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's all. Just, it's all. We're gonna get super woke in that. It's all the same shit. There's this no is just the one we chose to show show up for. <laughs> <laughs> That's more woke than I'm willing to get right now. <laughs> That's beyond my level of what I go into. <laughs> uh, what's going on over there, man? Not much, brother. Just uh, full swing in things with medical school right now. We're one week out from the end of renal and just gearing up for my board exams and extra research and the clubs I'm running, just the whole, just the whole kit and caboodle, trying to, oh, trying to live that life and balance it all out with spirituality and this podcast with you and the group that I'm running on Facebook and that's a lot dude you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) and to show up in all love while dealing with our own shit that everything that we are going through like on the real it's a freaking lot yeah Um, you and i are both going through a lot right now actually and i think that's the perfect thing to actually talk about of how the crap we deal with it and figure out (laughs) what to do (laughs) when it's a lot because that's exactly what the world's going through since (sighs) Lionsgate 8-8, all everything else happening in the world. Everyone I know is just going through through a shit storm this whole year, right? That's true. So I think, you know, one of the things that's coming up for me is when you and I last, not last, but we went into the records um, going into the school year for you and they had some messages to share. Um, You want to dig into that a little bit? Yeah, of course. That was for you and we'll go into what that means for the rest of the world. Yeah, so I will I'll back it up even a little bit to the end of my last year. And in in our first episode, we talked about how in March, pretty much right when shelter in place started is when things really, really picked up for the both of us. Yeah. Uh, and when like my gifts took off and everything like that. So for the last three or so months of my school year going through, you know, the end of my neurology block all the way up through my cardiovascular to pulmonary. I was going through this mad spiritual awakening, having all these visions, learning how to read the records, and then reading professionally for people. Starting the, the first, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> starting this first iteration of the podcast <clears throat> with you, and so on and so forth. And I remember saying to you after the reading that you gave me at the beginning of this year, I felt like I was getting quartered by horses. Um, yeah. For anybody who's not familiar with the term, it's basically just having ropes tied to each limb and then the horses run in each direction. And I just felt like I was getting fractured, like just getting torn apart at the seams. Uh, and one of the things that they brought through in the message at the beginning of this block for me was that, that pretty much that's over, that it is about putting instead of one foot in and out of each door, putting mm. both feet in each room whenever you're there. And it's something I've talked about a lot in my life. It's like, you know, whenever I'm doing one thing, I'm present for that. Whenever I'm doing the other thing, I'm present for that. Which is a lot easier said than done, especially when your entire paradigm of the world is being thrown completely on its head. Uh, So this year, that's what I've been practicing. You know, I wake up, I'm here with you on the podcast. You know, I didn't get as much done this morning as I wanted to, but that doesn't mean that I'm not showing up both feet in for you for woke wasted 
Yeah, man. So, I mean, if we even just simplify this and look at it, how does someone even know and acknowledge that they're getting pulled in all directions? And then how does you know, someone in the audience see that and then try to bring it back in? What does that look like for you? Or what did that look like? Uh, so I think it, it manifests in like this constellation of, <laughs> I always want to say constellation of symptoms because that's the way that, that's <laughs> the world that I live in. Um, <laughs> one of the, I think the first thing to take note of is the pace at which your brain is running. That's a really good one. If if your thoughts are just racing, that's a pretty good sign. But what goes along with that is difficulty in decision making. So mm. if your thoughts are racing and you have five things that you need to get done and you can't decide what to do first, you're like, okay, I'm hungry, but um, I need to do this thing that's going to take me 20 minutes. Do I want to do that first or do I want to eat first? And you can't decide what you're going to do like right there when you, when you even reach that point and you're at this, you're at this crossroads. The reason that you can't make the decision is because you don't have enough of your personal power of your attention and intention in that present moment. So in moments like that, I mean, it sounds simple, but I just take a really deep breath and focus on nothing but that inhale. And it at least allows me to center myself and just make one quick decision. And that's all it takes. It just takes one decision to break the momentum and put yourself back in the present moment. Yeah. And I'm going to rattle off that even more and say, well, the outcome of that decision or what decision you make at that point almost doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just the fact that you have to allow yourself to go in one direction or the other. Maybe it's to be pulled into that direction and flow into that. If you're in feminine essence, if you're in your masculine, to just pull the fucking trigger and go full send it. But don't even worry about what's on the other side. And I mean, I'm not talking about big life changing decisions right now, but <laughs> if you're trying to figure out apple juice and coffee, you know, <laughs> let's just go with one and then let that momentum and energy roll. But one of the things I was thinking about as you said that was that breath in. And I think with that, right, what does that mean? That's pulling down, pulling inward, pulling energy from brain, from your energy that's scattered out everywhere in all these different directions back inward. You're drawing it back in like this magnet and you're bringing it back into body. And I think you can feel that, right? Because that's what you want. You want to pull back in a body and pull back into being grounded. So you can bring that breath in to your chest, to your stomach, and let that flow all the way down to your feet and just feel your feet connected to earth. And one of the things that the records have had me tell people that they've been speaking through me to people is to physically just fucking jump jump up and down, stomp your feet and let that sensation of connection into the ground bring you into earth and bring you into body and bring you back into connection. And just physical sensation of that, right? There's a level of intensity that's just going to shut off everything else. And you can just jump and breathe and say, okay, one, two, three, which decision do I want to make? What feels best to me right now? A or B? B. Okay, go. 
Yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I, I totally agree that whether you're sitting or standing, either being in your feet or being in your ass mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. whatever's the ways down. to go. Yeah, exactly. Whatever's, whatever's <laughs> touching the hardest to the earth or the chair or whatever, like being, having some level of awareness of that really pulls you down out of like the mental, the mental planes and the thought planes, which are very high vibrational, fast moving, right. immediate into, okay, now I'm in the physical manifest world where everything is slower and the molecules vibrate so slow that they make physical matter. And that's where I'm at right now. That's where I need to make decisions. That's where I need to be. So I really think that that helps. And one of the things that I wanted to riff on a little bit when you were talking about the breath, baby. Yeah. The breath pulling things in. One of the things that one of the visions that I get when I'm talking to clients sometimes is visualizing how much of your energy is tied up in individual things in your life, right? So if you imagine mm-hmm. that, well, okay, let's say you're on like a dating app or something and you're you're talking to two people and you like them both. So you have energy tied up in each one of those people. And then you have your job. And you also have um, fa- like a family thing going on this weekend and you got to take your clothes to the dry cleaner. We'll just use those like five things. There's a certain level of attention and energy that's getting pulled into each one of those. And so I can almost imagine like if I see my aura that there's like a big stream coming into each one of those things getting pulled from my aura and you can kind of feel how much of your energetic mass is being pulled in to each one of those things. And when you take that breath, the suction from that air, you can almost see it and feel it pulling that energy away from those things and back into your field, back into your body and bringing you in the moment where you have all of that personal power in this moment to make great change. Because whatever action that you're taking in the present moment it takes some level of energy to overcome. It takes some activation energy. It's a physical principle of chemistry. It takes some amount of energy to invest in something before you can get the momentum rolling. So if you don't have all of your energy in the present moment, you have less energy available to you and therefore less options available to you in every present moment. Because right, without that energy, you're running on an empty cup and you can't do anything with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you, nothing particularly comes to mind, but let's say you wanted to go networking and it takes some level of energy for you to get your clothes on, go to that event and then have the, have that extroverted energy to charm people and to, to be outwardly placing your energy. If you don't have that, then that option is off the table or at least it's not on the table in its highest articulation. So it's really about learning how to manage your energy and where you're putting it throughout the day. Yeah. And to just even, we're just going to do this. We're just going to keep going on each other's thing because now I'm taking it a step even more of you have to have that energy inward, right? If you don't, you can't do everything. That's what we're talking about. You can't do all these things you want to do. You're showing up half-assed. You're showing up with just one foot in where the lesson for you, Zach, was right, how to go two feet in, two feet out, two feet into whatever it is you're doing and be fully present in that, but from a place of coming from within yourself. And it's like, if you can fill up your cup and your energy and your power, it overflows. And that's what goes to the world. 
instead of just giving people everything you can from your cup and you're left empty and you just can't do anything with it. You're, you're either <clears throat> pouring from a finite cup or you're moving through an infinite ocean into your actions. And this brings this all the way back full circle to the first question you asked, which was, how do you do it all? And right. what my, the immediate answer that came to mind was a very Swamiji answer. And it was, I do it from soul. Right. And that's a nebulous, that's a nebulous way to describe it. And I think you just really summed it up in a great way. And it's that I put my intention and my attention inward toward that infinite source of my being. And through that, my actions flow. Like I, I sure studying makes me tired. Like running the, all the clubs that I run makes me tired. Doing research makes me tired. But when I put my attention inward into my heart, into my solar plexus, into my chakras, or just up into my crown, there is so much energy available and it all moves through me. And I am in love with every moment that I'm doing it. And I get those moments of being fed up and then I just pull my attention back inwards and I go back into that infinite source. And not only am I doing everything with less resistance, I'm doing it with more energy and I'm also doing it in the highest way that I could do it because I'm doing it from love, from truth, from freedom. I have the freedom to make the decisions. I have the freedom to show up for all of the things on my schedule and I'm not shackled by them. And that gives me free reign to have more energy in those moments. And that's the flow that we talk about getting into, right? You want to get into the flow of yourself, the flow of your soul, the flow of your life, everything in alignment. Mm -hmm. And I think the one thing to then look at from that is, right, we have our things we are obligated to do. That's the truth. But we have decisions we can make of what of those things actually belong in our life and what are we willing to bring into alignment with ourselves. Because if you are doing these things and you're trying to pull into this flow and this connection of self and let it flow through you so you can be present, you can be in a state of love and being and giving, can you actually do that with whatever this thing is that you're thinking about? Or is it just so out of alignment that no matter how much you redirect, how much you look at it, no no matter how much you change your intention and whatever, it's just wrong. And I think that's one of the most important things that we're all being faced with right now is starting to understand what is true to you, what is in alignment to you and the things that are and the things that aren't, how can we make them so? Or how can we just full send and re-change whatever the fuck that is and move on to the next stage. Neil goes really full send. (laughs) Really full send. (laughs) Into complete death of self. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I think like you're alluding to, a lot of the world is being faced with how much of their, I shouldn't say their, how much of our lives is out of alignment. Mm-hmm. because the the shit's not going to cut it anymore. That's not the energy that we live in on this planet anymore. We've We've gone through hundreds, if not thousands of years of being able to quote unquote work for the weekend. And I'm, I'm obviously not, ugh, I'm obviously not so <laughs> naive that I think <laughs> that we worked nine to five Monday through Friday for all of the, all this time. But like that type of energy of, I can do something that doesn't 
fill me up because there's other time in the day to do those things, which in some ways is very pragmatic. And I completely understand the, you know, needing to make ends meet and needing to keep a roof over your head. And that's not what I'm speaking to. But what I am speaking to is that the things that don't fill you up anymore, the things that don't align to your soul are no longer easy to ignore like they've been on this plane for so long. One of the things that, that, you know, you're talking about is no matter how hard you try, can you make it a new alignment? And if you can't, then you can't is my last year uh, before med school where I was in my master's program doing research. And I was just miserable, like knots in my stomach every night, thinking about having to wake up and go do it showing up my energy being completely drained. Um, and it didn't just take out of that portion of my life, like that, that chronic stress and that energetic drain of having to do something every day. It's hard already. And that I don't want to do takes out of, takes energy away from all aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. My social Can't life show up. Yeah, exactly. Like all of it, it takes more from you than you give to it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it right there, right? It takes so much more from you. And the part that sucks is almost like the shitty situation is it's like, it's, I want to give myself cool. I'm going to start doing things for myself, but it takes a damn minute to build that cup back up and start to fill it up. It takes more effort to do that than it does to just go to work and that day and you just get completely sucked dry. Like (laughs) it's, it's shitty, but it's, it's one of those things where it also builds up the more you start to do this in little bits here and the more here and there, the more you claim your power, the more it grows, the more it snowballs and you start to move from this place of momentum and spark and life force that all of a sudden is back out of nowhere. (laughs) Absolutely. It's like one of the things I was reflecting on last night is how, how much do you live out of soul? How much do you live out Mm. of your soul guidance and the way in which your life expands when you do that, right? Almost everything at this point in my life that I do, I feel it in my soul when I do it. And so many things change from the practical and the pragmatic to the, (laughs) to the mystical and and the, Mm -hmm. and the synchronicitous, right? You know, for like, as a, as a funny example, I was uh, going out to grab a beer with a few friends the other night and we were out at Drake's and um, uh, we were talking about just all the things that are going on in the world right now. We're talking about the fires in California and um, Chadwick's recent, you know, recent passing, all these different things. And I said, I made a joke about the apocalypse, which is not my belief system at all, but uh, I made the joke, I made a joke about the apocalypse and the building behind me, like 50 crows flew up from behind it and just flew over my head, like, <laughs> the moment that I said it. And everyone's like, dude, that's, that's creepy. And then I looked at my friend, Adnan, who's going through his awakening. And we always like wiggle our fingers at each other, like, ooh, magic every time I do some shit like that. Because it just happens so often. Like, I'll say it's something. true. It's real. And then an animal will run by that represents that. Or like, I'll say something. And then like a car will pull up and the person will roll their window down and say something like very similar, if not identical to what I've said. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like that constant, oh, well, you're living in the flow of the river of your soul. And therefore, everything becomes divinely guided, even the things that you think are mistakes, which was something that we learned last night. What did we learn last night? Sorry. <laughs> oh, the whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's <laughs> really funny. 
<laughs> oh boy. Um, and I think that's one of the things to look at, right? When you start moving from a place of alignment, alignment doesn't mean good or bad. It means it's true. It's right. It's mm-hmm. exactly as it's supposed to be. And so that can mean making really difficult decisions, which I'll speak from my own honest self. The most difficult decisions I've ever had to make in my life have led oh. to me having the most fucking phenomenal, mind-blowing growth I've ever had. I was actually just telling Zach last night. I was like, dude, this has been the most difficult year of my entire life. This has been the most difficult two months of my entire life. These are the absolute key benchmark most important decisions i have and will ever have to make and i fucking love it (laughs) i've never felt so much more in flow and connected and of myself ever and i think that's also to say what's on the other side of those decisions of making yourself and bringing yourself into that aligned place because those things will most likely not be easy but there will be a flow to them there won't be resistance yeah absolutely you're riding the fucking lightning and the thing that i that i there's two things that i want to say about that and they're they're both fairly brief but the first one is not coming to mind whoops the second one is (laughs) yeah you're pulling some neil brain right there for real um oh yeah the first one was just the way that you choose yourself and the strength that comes from that because a lot of the time when we're living a life that's out of alignment and we start to align to our soul we have to shed we have to shed a lot of things and a lot of things that we're having to shed are friendships that aren't in alignment relationships that aren't in alignment jobs that aren't in alignment thing or even just relationship dynamics that aren't in alignment and some of those relationships will survive it some of them won't some work relationships will survive it some won't but there is this theme of shedding and a coming back to the self and it's painful as fuck when you do it but on the other side of it like the oh, immense yeah. strength that you have both from just like the subtle energetic shifts in your field that start to rearticulate your subconscious but also the conscious like fuck yeah that you can give yourself of if i was able to choose myself in the midst of all of that, like the amount of personal power I have is unfucking deniable. So that's number one. I like number one. <laughs> you want to that say sounds like on me. that before I move on? Nope. That's that's my life story right now. Fuck it yeah. Is, man. Full send. That's the the memoir of a geisha. <laughs> <laughs> Sexiest then, geisha ever. Right here. Oh god, dude, and those jorts. Oh, I'm wearing it right now. You're in too. the jorts right now. Yeah, I know. I'm in the camo jorts. As I guys, I was listening to some ACDC, shook me all night long, sent Zach a nice picture of me hip thrusting in the camo jorts right before this. I, I you know, obviously it's a picture, it was a still, but I knew you were hip thrusting. Oh yeah. I live in <laughs> hip thrust. That's how I attack the world in a giant His life is hip a thrust. hip thrust. You just <laughs> hip thrust in everywhere, in every direction he hip thrusts, just soul energy flies at you just soul hip thrust soul thrust baby <laughs> take the soul thrust <laughs> shook me up long yeah you <laughs> so if i remember okay. number two <laughs> number two was 
the alignment in which you make decisions calls back to you that which you've sown, right? It's the seeds oh, in which you've sown. So dude, if you, yeah. Go ahead. I'm just melting you over said, here. That's lesson. <laughs> if you said on the other side, think about what's on the other side of, of those decisions. And the first thing that came to me is your new fucking life because you went from giving all your energy indiscriminately to the job that doesn't serve you, to the relationship that no longer serves you, that you feel obligated to, to friendships that bring your energy down, that demean you, that you feel some sense of like friendly obligation to, well, I've known this person for five years. I have to keep, I have to keep this dynamic. It's just the way it is. And you fucking just say no. And you cut all that shit and you come back to yourself the the strength and the power and the truth and the freedom with which you're making that decision calls to you strength and power and truth and freedom. Oh yeah. You get and me all excited. Those decisions don't always look fucking peachy keen, right? That doesn't mean that like you walk into an ice cream shop the next day and the person in front of you buys your fucking ice cream for you. Like that can that can often mean a string or a sequence of really fucking tough decisions because it really just depends on how deep you've dug the hole and how many fucking times you have to keep choosing yourself. Cause in re in, in ultimate truth, it's happening at a level of energy. So one physical decision doesn't make or break the whole thing. It's building up the energy of how many times am I going to choose truth and freedom and love and myself before that new life comes and things begin to flow. And I think that's where we go back into what we were saying before, right? It's one little decision. And if you feel like you can't make a decision right now, that's a flag, right? That's a red flag of what's going on. Where is your energy? Where is your focus? How are you not choosing yourself? And you can breathe in and ground and dig your feet in, dig your ass in. Feel that weight drop down, your energy drop down to the lower half of your body. And breathe into this place of mountainous power that you hold, of mountainous love that you hold. And ask, how can I choose myself right now? And go with the very first thing that comes up. You'll feel it in your gut. You'll fear it, feel it as a knowing. You'll feel it in your chest. It will feel right. <laughs> might be scary and difficult <laughs> might carry some of that energy but it'll feel right that's it that's and it. one of the things i want to speak to is that you know the the first handful of times that you make that decision that feels right it's going to feel really really scary and the rightness will be at the core of it and you'll mm -hmm. feel that rightness at the core of it and there will be a big obstacle of your own fear and your own thoughts that get in the way but as you continue to make those decisions and as you continue to kindle that flame of your heart that's at the core of these decisions, the seed of your soul, the fear starts to burn away like kindling until eventually all there is is alignment. And all there is is the knowing that if I continue to make decisions from this place, I don't care what other people think about it. I don't care what happens next because I know that even if it appears to be an obstacle, what's on the other side of it is truth. All of those things burn away. And all you're left with is yourself and your soul 
and your new life. And that, my friends, is freedom. It's the thing we all seek, the thing we all want, is the power of yourself and your soul. <clears throat> and that is your freedom. That's what's on the other fucking side, and it's beautiful. <laughs> all right. This is a shorter episode, but I think the records want to speak for a second. So I'm going to tune in and I'll Perfect. be right back with you guys. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. It's not that bad. Your brain will tell you it's so difficult. It will tell you how complex it is, how gut-wrenching it is. It will tell you how potentially miserable it is. And it won't tell you what's true. It won't tell you what's real. It won't tell you what's in heart, what's in body, what's in soul. That's what matters for you. It's what is in body, what is in truth, what is in soul. So in this moment, we want you to feel that, to feel your body, to feel your love. If you can, close your eyes and bring your hands to your heart, to your chest. Feel your body and breathe in love. Breathe out all that is not love. Tune into the love of your body, to the love that you hold, to the love that you are surrounded by in this moment as a sphere of love is casted around you. You are placed in a loving, divine sphere. In this sphere, you're connected to body. You're connected to truth. You're connected to soul. In this sphere, you are in alignment. <clears throat> in this moment, you now choose yourself by choosing to be here by choosing to listen as far as you have, you are choosing yourself. That was the one small first decision. And we want you to see so many of these small decisions you have already made. You just didn't see it. So many decisions where you chose to back out, where you chose to say yes, where you chose to play it safe, where you chose to do all these other things and what other, as other people had told you, you chose yourself. You chose your needs. So let all the weight fall off your shoulders. There is no burden to carry from choosing yourself. Now give yourself love because you did choose yourself and your needs. I give you love. We give you love. Woke Wasted gives you love. Love your choices. Love the indecision. Love the stillness. Love all that you are doing. 
Because from this moment out, you now choose yourself. We give you the love of yourself and even more, you are taking the love that you hold for yourself. So now you continue to choose yourself. You continue to choose the decisions that bring you into body, that bring fullness into your body. We will give you the loving support to do this. You do not need it, but we support you anyways. You hold all your love. You hold all your power. So in this moment, you reclaim it back. Breathe in all the energy that you have given away. And let it draw into your heart. Let it draw into your stomach. Let it draw into your body. Breathe in all the power you have given away. And draw back all the places where you have given yourself. Draw back all the timelines where you extend your soul beyond reach. All soul parts, we all draw it in through breath in this moment, into your heart, into your stomach, into your body, down to your feet. second of your day, you hold yourself in truth within your body. Hold yourself in love within your body. You hold your power within your body. All right, guys. I think Zach is going to bring in a message from the records. So hang tight. He's coming at you. We would like to speak now, if we may. And we thank you, our dearest, for holding space for us, for our beloved. And we bring to you today a simple, simple message of truth. When you choose yourself, you choose a world in alignment to love. In what a beautiful gift that you are giving a world of grandeur, a world in alignment to truth. So when you choose yourself, you are choosing love. And we say that love is the motive force. It is an energy of creation. It is what 
moves from A to B. It is what animates you in the morning. It is your prerogative to go to sleep at night. It is what gives birth to new life, birth to new ideas, birth to new creations. And so as you choose yourself, know that you choose for the world freedom, love, a new earth, we speak of it again. You choose a new earth when you choose yourself. And know that choosing yourself doesn't always mean being alone. We give again the example of a party or a night in. Just because you're choosing to be alone that night doesn't mean you're choosing yourself. If going to the party scares you, but you know that it is in alignment to your highest good, that is choosing yourself. And we say that as our beloved has spoken, you may breathe into your body, breathe into your heart, through your stomach, down through your feet, and we will help guide you to your soul to your souls and knowing, capital K, knowing beyond the shadow of any doubt. Choose yourself in love. We thank you. And we are word through you. Thank you so much, Woke Wasted Podcast. We hold space for you all. We hold love for you all. And as I've said before, we will hold you when you feel that you can't hold yourself. Love you all, guys. We do. We do. We do. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so choose yourselves. and We got your back along the way. Know that. We're always here. You're good yourself. You got this, fam. Love you guys.